Woods Big List was another hit today, man, and so fun to do those songs that you like to sing along with when you've been drinking. I bet we got over 100 text messages this morning for that. And got to give you some love, man. You nailed it. The two-second songs? Your ear is finely tuned, my friend. <laughs> it sure is. Also, misconnections, not as gross as last week. Right. So we're improving, uh, but this chick was out for blood. And I broke the law first thing this morning. You monster. <laughs> we got a lot of ground to cover right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time for two-second tune. Now, Kelly Jordan, you believe that you are a phenomenal musical ear. Well, there's been times you are. Well, there's been times where you've played a song over there, and in a second, I know exactly what. By the first note, I know what it is. So, I actually have compiled three songs here. I'm going to play you the first two seconds of each one of these songs. Okay. You tell me what they are. Now it's country songs, all right? Okay. And I'm giving you a theme: drinking. Oh, hey, two things I like. Yes. Country music and drinking and two seconds. So the, fir- <laughs> the first two seconds of the first song. All right. You're, all right, play it. Ah, one. Should I just give it to you? Yes, that's all I need. I know what it is immediately. That's One Too Many by uh, 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 Luke Holmes. Jeez, I almost forgot the name there. And? What's Luke Holmes and? Oh, Luke Holmes and uh, Brooks and Dunn. There it is. I'm actually nervous about this because I don't want to screw up. Well, you're one for one. Well, I gotta come from round and round. In my humble opinion, probably the best Luke Combs song. I, I would uh, co-sign. Man, I love that song so much. That All one right. gets it going. Starts off his concerts with that one, too. One for one, Jack. All right, two second tunes playing the first two seconds of a song. Country song. Theme is drinking. Second one right here. Oh, I knew this one would get you. Hold on, hold on. Quiet. You, got, you gotta be quiet, man. Uh, we should be playing some Jeopardy music or something, because I feel like I need to... Okay, I hear it again, please. Yes. Hold on a second. I don't, I don't want to say the wrong answer, because I know what that is. I got to hear it again. Beer Money. Bye. Kip Moore. Wow, yes! Dang it! Right. Dang it. <laughs> I knew I would get there, man. It just, I had to like take a second to think about it. Come on, man! Oh, man, I'm nervous. <laughs> now, oh, man, woo This will be the third and final one. Are they getting progressively harder? Because that one was hard. I don't think so. That actually, I thought that was going to be the one that stumped you. Because it, like, it's not, it's not like a, a a clear measure of the song, so it's kind of in a weird spot. This one has a very distinct start. All right, play it. Dude, drunk on a plane. Dang it! <laughs> you did, I told you that, man. That one was the easiest. Oh. That horn, or well, I don't even know what instrument. I, I, I mean, that's know. a guitar in the back. That one was an easy one. I could sit and do this all day, Jack. I'm not gonna, I gotta, thought I stumped you. You gotta put more. We gotta do one second tune or something like that. I took two weeks vacation for. The Kipmore beer money, that was my stopper. I, I I don't know what it is about me, but I've always been able to just I I don't know what it is. Maybe I maybe I listen differently. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that I was successful in this. Three for three. I'll give you props, man. I was worried too, because I was like, I'm gonna look like I don't know country music, like I don't know music, period. All right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my thinking hat on. I'm okay. gonna stump you. I'll, we'll try this again next week. All right, I'll stump on, you with this. This is fun. Keep it going. You know what? Since we're having uh since we're having fun with music, 
Okay. We're going to do a Woods Big List today. Right. Let's keep it music themed. Oh, there's a musical one that I would have been wanting to do. Woods Big List. Yes. It combines two of your favorite things. Drinking and music. All right. I want to know what is the best drunk sing-along song. Okay. So when you're in, you know, you're in the bar and it comes on. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got a drunk sing-along song. Oh, man. I got lists and lists of them. Look at the text coming in. Mark, wow, Kelly, you got skills. Good job, Kelly. Didn't get the second one from Katie. Other people, yep. All right. Look, Wood, you doubt me. You always doubt me. Amber, well done, Kelly. Until I have to show you. Until I got to stand up and show you. Wood. All right, we are doing Wood's big list this morning. Mm -hmm. And we're doing songs that when you have a few, when you and this is tough for you, Wood, because you don't drink. I don't. So it's tough for you to kind of figure this one out. But uh, but I've worked in bars, yeah. and I know that there were a couple songs when they came on, literally. The whole crowd. Dang near everybody was singing. With, with the weddings that I've DJed over the years, I mm. I, I will co-sign anyone you, you picked. The ones you were telling me already, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Text messages coming, rolling in some fantastic ones. How do you want to get this started here? Uh, let's go with the first one that you were talking about. The This one right here. Without a doubt. Now, Maybe the greatest sing-along song, period. But is it this part that's... Everyone gets started at this part. Right. You got to ramp up. Because I feel like when it really kicks in is when the singing like really begins, like towards this part right here. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the panda? And everyone gets higher in the voice. Yeah. This part right here. Frightening me. Galileo. That's weird. Galileo. <laughs> um, now, with this song, do you think this song would have been as big as it was had Wayne's World not brought it back? Because I'll be 100% honest, I, w- I don't even know if I would have known that song if it wasn't for Wayne's World. The v- v- As a sing-along song, probably not, because the video of them all in the car singing and headbanging, yeah. now everyone does that, right? Yeah. You can't be in the car with three other dudes and put that song on and everyone just doesn't go crazy. Dude, I got one for you right here. We're going to get to the text rolling in a second because there's a ton of them coming in, but how about this one right here? say this this song was not as big at like drunken sing-alongs until it was used in the sopranos and that changed the song for me that's when it brought it back because i i had never played this song at a wedding before until after the sopranos and then it was at every wedding really yeah it just became huge after that still to this day that was the most anxious three minutes of television (laughs) you said it man with her parking the car out on the street and every time the door dinged yeah you're like it's funny, like, seeing these texts come in because it's kind of cool to see, like, someone just uh, texted in this one. Everybody is on. Shot, 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 I mean, come on, that's drinking right there. I don't know if this is a clean version. That is LMFAO, so I don't know. Because that's, that's when the party is about to get unhinged. That's, that's crescendo right there. The neighbors are starting to call the cops when that song's <laughs> popping on. Other people, a lot of people have texted in uh, Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Uh, Nick texted that one in. Nick, two Nicks texted that one in. Other people as well. Sandy texting that one in. Babs, Rachel. So, I mean, I, so far I think that's the most popular text one. Is it- Emily as well. all on my roots. I showed up in It is a great song. You cannot deny that. Now, behind this song, he's showing up to his ex's wedding, right? I don't know if it's so wedding. I guess I never really put that much thought into it. I knew he was at some party. And the fear in his eyes 
When I took his glass of champagne. Because when I asked you have champagne. Right. Well. I toasted you, said honey. What a great song, man. But you'll never hear me complain. Yeah. Because I got friends in all. All right, I can see that. That's the jam. Because you're not having champagne at like a, you know, a garage party. Would you and I even know? (laughs) How many parties are you invited to where there's a bottle of champagne? Not many. New Year's Eve. It could be New Year's Eve. Is that a box of champagne you got over there? (laughs) Uh, Other people texting stuff in here. Uh, I tell you, how about this one for me? Hank Williams Jr., Family Tradition. Family Tradition. Heck yeah. It literally is a sing-along song. There's a chain. Take it. a fun one right there. That's a, everyone in the crowd's getting going. Can I give you like one, and this is, this just shows you the way I get when I get drunk. You know what song that I love putting on when I've had a few drinks? I've been having a record. Eric Church? Yes, I love this song when I've been drinking. I bet you thought before you left. Wow. <laughs> I'm a super fun drunk. I was going to say, I'm going through all the texts and I don't see a single person who has texted this one in. I believe it. Not a single one. <laughs> what else do we got in there? Uh, we've got tons of other ones. Uh, how about a little uh, Bon Jovi? Which one? Living on a Prayer? Living on a Prayer. Yeah, that's a good one. There's a... She says we got a this is another chanting one at weddings. Yeah. Weddings. There is, a, you know, the whole secondhand embarrassments. Yes. Have you seen the video where Bon Jovi is at a wedding, right? And someone sings that song. The band is like doing it, and they're just terrible. At and it. they're like trying to get him to, do, and finally he just stands up, and he's even like, yeah, hey, yeah. just here as a guest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then finally he gets up and grabs the mic, and then just rips it. <laughs> yeah. I but just, you can tell he didn't want to. Oh, here's no. one for you. Let's go, girls. I don't care. I love this song. A lot, very popular text, too. Here. I'll be out in the middle of the dance floor singing at the top of my lungs. Like, right, let's go, girls! <laughs> Who the hell's that guy? <laughs> All right. Let, well, here, let's do this, because the texts are coming in faster than we can read them right now. And I'll tell you right now, there I know for a fact there's probably been 25 people have texted in a song. All right, cool. Let me get it ready. Let me get my bearings right because I got a lot of buttons I'm trying to push over yes. here at the same time. So let's get some of these organized. Keep the calls. Keep the text coming. What is your drunk sing-along song? It's Wood's Big List. Kelly and Wood in the morning. Every morning. Waking up. I love you guys. Get out of bed. With Kelly and Wood in the morning. All right, it's Wood's Big List, and we are doing songs that you love to sing along to when you've been drinking. And I'm telling you, this has got to be... The number one text that is rolling in here. Which one is that? I mean, this is literally 25. Like Matt, uh, Mary, there's so many. Sweet Caroline. Oh, yeah. Touching me. Oh, yeah. Touching you. Another sing-along. Here we go. These songs 
start making me happy, dude. Well, good. The, the amount of times I've DJed a wedding and just seen people have a ball to these songs. Yeah, good. Because someone texts me, he's like, wow, Kelly is just a sad drunk, isn't he? No, yeah. I'm not. I, I get very introspective. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, you, I, God, I wish I wouldn't have played that. What the hell was I thinking? Yeah, you, you don't want that. Uh, other texts that are rolling in here. What about a lot? another very popular one? Fishing in the Dark. Yeah. You and me This song gets a bad rap because it was so played out, but I still like it. Is this a sing-along one, though? Oh, absolutely. Okay. This part right here, which I think I actually cut it off before we get to the part. Well, that's all right. But it is it is definitely a sing-along song, 100%. Uh, other ones rolling in. I can just run down a, uh, a few of these here. Uh, how about, ooh, Sable Horse Ride a Cowboy. Oh, heck yeah. I got that one on standby. Well, I walk into the room. This song still bills and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar double round the crown and everybody's getting down in this town. Just even the bass in this song is gonna be the same. So good. Now, you and I have seen a lot of country concerts. Yes, we have. I tell you what, man, you will be hard pressed to find a band that gets a crowd going the entire time more than Big and Rich. Oh, man, you said it. They were just absolutely insane. Uh, Amber Texan, yes, our group had a dance for Fishing in the Dark. Holy cow. A lot of people do, man. A lot of people are. Have a little line dance for uh, Running uh, down this list, I mean, I'm, we're missing a bunch. Uh, a lot of people texted in Def Leppard, uh, Journey Songs, Piano Man, Cupid Shuffle, uh, Dance with Somebody, Whitney Houston. Oh, that's a that's good a one. That's a pretty good one there, too. Money Money, uh, Billy Idol, uh, a lot of other ones, Shania Twain songs. A lot I was, of good ones on the list. I always wonder what the Billy Idol, Money Money, like how the, um, the hey, I want to get, you know, that part in the middle. No. Okay, now I'm, well, now I'm going to have to play it for you. I was going to play Whitney Houston, but we'll go to Moni Moni. You know what I'm talking about where it's like, well, hold on, I'll do it. Everybody else knows what I'm talking about. I have no, but I, then again, honestly, I'm not that familiar with the Billy Idol song. Okay. So, you know, don't use me as the, your measuring stick. Other people, uh, Dixieland Delight's a fun one. Oh, that's such a great one. Um, Other one, Journey, Uptown Funk. Uh, Yeah, man, Battle of New Orleans. I don't know about that one. That's not sad. That's a live version. Here we go. Wanna get, get. Yo, Tama. Hey, I wanna get, get. Oh, is it filthy? Yeah, it's filthy. Oh, how dare you, sir? Well, but I'm, I'm sure he doesn't play it on the live song. <laughs> 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 There's like 10,000 people screaming it right now. Yeah. You want it? Here it comes. You don't know that part? No. Oh, man. That's been going on as long as I can remember. Uh, Seaver, Red, Red Solo Cup. Janelle, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Beer for My Horses is another good oh, one. Oh, Beer for My Horses. Earl uh, from uh, Dixie Chicks in there as Earl well. Had to die. There's someone who gets a little depressed when they've been drinking, too, then. Uh, any Stevie Miller, Cotton Eye Joe. Wait, doesn't he swear in Red Solo Cup? I think so, so okay. I'd be careful. A lot of people texted this in. Alice. What is that? Someone uh, correct me. What what the heck is Alice? Is that the artist or is that the Alice? Are we saying Alice over and over? I don't know. Cuz that may be a song that I just do not know. 
I don't know it. I'm certainly not just going to play it off YouTube or something <laughs> like that. Like, the, yeah, especially some of the words that have gone along I with know. It. I'm like, do we have it in this? Is it who the bleep uh, is Alice? Dude, I'm serious. Don't eat. Yeah, because this one, yeah, who the blank is Alice. Yeah, yeah we got to pass. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, don't play that one. No, yeah, everyone's texting on who the F is Alice. No, I don't want Never that. even heard of that one before. Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire is That's a, good a good one. one. Um, yeah, man, this is, uh, I love this. This is, this is a party. Hold on, I, here we go. This this here we go for you, Wood, right no, here. No, are you? Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to play this Alice no, song. No, I'm not playing. Are you crazy? Yes, everyone's saying play it off air. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Why did you text him? <laughs> I was Someone's trying to get us in trouble, yeah, dude. Like, they, they know how stupid we are. Like, yeah, let's just play it. Everybody party, everybody get. Okay, from Billy Idol. Oh, okay. it's, hey, I want to get, get. Desire. The L word and the F word. Okay. You guys usually look out for us when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, they were trying to throw us. So, wait, come on, give me one more. Give me give me a good one to end on here. We All have, right. We have someone sitting on hold. Yeah. I, I, how about, uh, you know, off? Uh, how about Frank Sinatra, My Way? That's a good one. No, that sucked. That sucked. Yeah. You put pressure on me and I choked. <laughs> I would rather hear Record Year <laughs> by... Eric Church than that one. Well, I mean, it's you know, it's like inspirational. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Inspirational. I, this Alice thing is throwing me through a loop. All right, hold on. We'll, we'll end on this call then. Uh, hello. Um. Yeah. Sometimes. What song is it? Uh Summer of '69. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's a great one. Now, are you good at singing it? No. <laughs> That's you know what you know what I'm you know what the thing is I'm getting is that when you drink songs about reflecting back on the old days seem to become really popular. It is. I agree with you. Yeah, I love that one. Well, nice choice on that one. Good call. Well, thank you. All right, so now we have to create a Spotify playlist of all these songs that we made so that. We can get it out. So you can just tune it in, get drunk, and sing along. Yeah, hey, you know what? This will be a good playlist for our Christmas party, December 15th. We'll leave record year and my way <laughs> off of it, though. <laughs> so we were doing Wood's Big List earlier, and we were doing songs you like to get drunk and sing along to. Mm-hmm. And everyone was saying, who the F is Alice? Right. Was a song. I can't find who the F is Alice anywhere. Like, I thought there was like an Alice like we were speaking on. Right. I've never heard that song before in my life. You think you know why we can't find it? Hello? And by the, oh, by the way, before I take this call, if you want to hear the songs that we came up with for best drinking songs, it'll be on the podcast. Right. Which we try to post <laughs> immediately following the show. You can always text in the word podcast right here to the station. I'll kick you back. Your link directly. You can get it right there on your phone. Right. And then make a playlist for the weekend. But what were you saying now about that song? Hey, I think the song they're looking for is Living Next Door to Alice. Living Next Door to Alice. Someone just texted in a link. Living Next Door to Alice. That's the one I think you're looking for. Well, let's see here. Now that we got you on the phone, Living Next Door to Alice. Don't you play it, man. Well, we'll, we'll bleep I'm it. I have to walk out of this room. I want to hear it. I've never... It's, is it by... Well, it says... The song is actually, I think, Who the Heck is Alice, but when people sing it... They sing "Who the F is Alice." Is it by Is it by Smokey? That could be. Let's hear. It. Tell us if this is it. I got my finger on the button. Finger on the button. Sally called. Yep, that's it. Is that it? Yep, that's it. I suppose you I have never, never heard this song before in my life. Now, what, but it's got ten million views. It's actually, it's actually a really fun song, but. What is it from? Is it from a movie or what year did this come out? 
I don't know. I'm pretty old. <laughs> well, then you should be able to tell us. <laughs> I just looked up the lyrics. I think we've missed like three swear words in your little All musical right. deal. Okay. All right. My bad. We're, we're shutting it down. Thank you. Bye. Uh, thank you for calling up and letting us know. <laughs> now I want to hear that. I'm going to look up a YouTube video of people singing along to that song and find out how they got to who the F is Alice. All these people are texting us. It's a great song. It's a great song. That's weird. I've never heard it before. Never heard it before in my entire life. All right. Well, you learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. It's true. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So this happened at a Home Depot in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, there was a guy working there. <coughs> Excuse me. Adam Atkinson was his name, and he said it was just a normal day at work until he found an envelope laying on the ground outside. Now, he thought probably just an empty envelope, no big deal. Well, then he picks it up, and there's 7 to $100 cash sitting inside. So they thought, well, this is definitely somebody's Christmas money. Now, it's cash. They could have easily pocketed it. No one would even known the difference. But is that what they did? Absolutely not. Now, this is where the story gets kind of amazing because they used social media to find who had lost this money. This is inc- this is actually incredible. Kind of scary, but incredible at the same time. So they had security footage of the person who had dropped the envelope, right? Mm-hmm. The picture on the security footage was so clear that they took a picture, put it on Facebook, and it tagged the person who had lost the money. Isn't that incredible? I mean, it's neat, but that's also scary. It's, I know. I'll say it's pretty scary that I was able to do that. So uh, he was able. So Adam was able to through uh, doing this was able to find uh, Christine Clayton was the person who had dropped the money, and she said she was terrified when she had dropped her envelope because she said that was all her Christmas money. And this is actually kind of funny because this is what me and my wife have been trying to do this year. She said that we wanted to do all our Christmas money in cash this year because they're doing the Dave Ramsey plan. The Dave Ramsey thing is you put you put cash in an envelope because it keeps you from overspending. Okay. This is what me and my wife try to do. And so she said that they had all of their Christmas money on them at once, which in hindsight was stupid, but they were trying to do the right thing by only spending as much cash as they had for the holidays. And when they dropped the envelope, they thought, well, there goes the plan completely out the window. And then, so when they uploaded her picture to Facebook and it tagged her in the photo, uh, they went to her Facebook page and sure enough, she said, oh my God, we lost our envelope full of $700. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And that would mean that somebody had to have been friends with her, too, right? Right to tag somebody? Yeah. How does it- Big Brother just adjusted the algorithm to keep us all under the thumb. Right. Either way, don't, man. Don't, don't let me Yeah, you're really You're really taking the wind out of the sails on this one. But, you know, it's uh, my wife and I got married in Las Vegas. Yeah. We were really just getting by. We had to pay for our own wedding, everything. Yeah. And we had, just like this, cash set aside for our honeymoon. Andrea lost it. Oh, man. And she lost it in the casino. Oh, not gambling, like fell out of her pocket, lost it. It, She put it down and whatever, it got lost. And I remember we were, we went to like another casino and that's when she went to her purse and said, the money's gone. Oh, I bet your heart just dropped. It did because her, it was her wallet. I mean, we, she needed a license to fly and everything, you know, we hauled a back to that place and sure enough, a security guard had found it and turned it in. Oh, man, that's so lucky. Cash in a casino. You literally could have just picked it up, walked over, and just <laughs> yeah. put it in a slot machine and said, ah, all right, yeah. big deal. But no, so to me, I, I think I would have given that money back, but especially this time of year, everything's expensive. I, I do, too. I found a This is odd. This shows you what kind of neighborhood I live in. I found someone's purse in my backyard one time. 
like literally that someone had stolen someone's purse and it looks like they had just thrown it in my backyard. Yeah. And so I was like, I was touching it with a stick because I didn't want to get my fingerprints on it. Of course. And I saw a ton of cash sitting in it, which I'm surprised whoever stole it must have not have seen this. Or maybe when they threw it over my fence, something came open and the cash came out. I don't know how mm-hmm. they didn't see this part of it because literally wouldn't that be why you stole someone's purse? You would think. But uh, I was just like, man, th- this is this is someone's day being destroyed right here. There's no way I can't turn this money in. And you did? Of course I did. Good for you, man. I, I, I think you have to. Everybody always thinks they'd keep the money, but I think when it comes down to it, you'd give the money back. Plus, that comes back to you. 100%. I believe in that stuff. So, good on these employees for yes. doing it. And for putting in the extra work of like trying to find this woman through facial recognition on Facebook. Yeah, not putting in lost and family. Like, no one claims in the next 10 minutes it's mine. <laughs> Everyone's just mouth is just watering around. <laughs> That'd be mean. All right. Well, that's uh, we'll keep bringing these kind of stories every day, man. We have to. Come on. A beacon of light in the darkness is what we are, and it's all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. It's happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. It's a little something called Uncanny Valley. Now, humans are okay with robots as long as they don't look human at all. But the more that they start to become human, it actually revolts us. It actually scares us and then gives us kind of a... A revulsion in response to humanoid robots that are highly realistic. Mm-hmm. Now, they say that this goes to a deep-rooted fear in our brains to the robots taking over. and we'll, But it even goes back further than that because, obviously, when you watch the Polar Express, you don't assume that those animated creatures are going to take us over. <laughs> I, well, maybe I spoke How too, dare you assume? Yeah, maybe I spoke too soon on that I one. I think right robots now. are definitely going to try to take us over at some point in time. 100%. Why wouldn't they? So the fear that we have or the uneasy... Because we've all seen it when like they have the thing that you... You're like, wait, is that human? Is that not human? Mm-hmm. It's actually triggering something in our brain that they call uncanny value, a valley, and it makes us revolt by things that look too human, but we know aren't. I don't like that. And that's why the Polar Express probably leaves you with a little bit of an uneasy feeling. There's actually some people who have something called automa- automatonophobia, a fear of human-like figures such as mannequins, wax figures, statues, dummies, animatronics, or robots is a specific phobia or fear something that causes a significant and excessive stress and anxiety in some people. We, we know, man. We're wired to know that, hey, man, something that looks human but ain't human, something ain't right with that right there. I don't like it. And that's a new term that they just invented though, because of it called uncanny value because they didn't need that term 15 years ago. AI didn't exist like it does now. Be, be honest with me. Yes. Trust tree here. 100%. Let's go. Are you not worried at all about robots taking us over? Not in my lifetime. Okay. But will it happen at some point? Yes. But will it be a bad thing? Like, why How would dare you, sir? Why would robots with no emotions or feelings want to treat us poorly? They would, they. Didn't you watch The Matrix? Because they'll know. They'll be like, oh, no, these are actually bad things. We got to get rid of them. Wouldn't Boom. they, wouldn't they then say, like, well, we will, you know, we'll do all the hard work. Because we're robots, we don't understand time, distance, nah, effort. They don't understand any of that kind of stuff, so they'll just do all the hard work. We'll get a universal basic income, and we can just Cadillac it for the rest of our life. I'm surprised I'm hearing this out of you, because you don't like the self-driving cars, none of that stuff. Well, because that's going to put people out of work. That's and you, you literally just described a robot workforce. Well, no, it either has to be everyone is out of work, or no one's out of work. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? 
And, and dude, things like that, like a big 18 wheeler going down the road. I don't want an. I don't want a robot behind the wheel. I want a human being behind the wheel. Because there is some AI generated radio out there. Oh, absolutely. That has is. like the talking stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. So they're coming for us too, man. We'll all be out of work at some point. At some point, humans will be completely out of work. You got to imagine at some point in time they'll be better than us. It'll they pop- already be. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah. Has anybody checked on Bobby Bones? <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Peel back the skin and make sure that guy's not a robot. He does work a lot. Doesn't uh, blink. <laughs> either way, uh, yes, I believe that our children will probably be out of work because of robots. I don't look, look at how fast it's going. Look at how fast the technology's going. I watched Terminator. I know how right. this ends. Good news is we won't have to pay for college. What? Because our kids aren't going to be able to get good jobs anyway because robots are going to be doing them. We don't have to pay for college. All right. Now you're depressing me, sir. Well, what Stop. Does it, what does it matter? Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you did. I find it super interesting how our, how our brain is telling us that something ain't right here. And you know what? I'll tell you something. I'll have another one tomorrow and you maybe won't like it. And I don't care and neither do the robots because sometimes I'm all right with saying... Looking for love. We'll help them find it. It's Misconnections with Kelly and Wood. This is where Wood scours the internet to find a couple who almost had love but didn't quite make it. But luckily, we have 100,000 watts of radio power to thrust behind this couple and see if we can't get them a love connection. It's labeled, You Were Here with Kelsey. Female for male. Let's go. Now, I got to clean this up a little bit. Some language is a tad salty, and I'm taking the business <laughs> name out of it because how dare they? This took place at work. Name goes here Christmas party Friday night. Oh, I got to see that. And you are the finest man I have ever seen. Ooh-wee. You came to the party with Kelsey, who is a complete B word. Mm-mm. I don't care if you're her man. I don't care if she loves you. I want you. You're reading that verbatim, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she yo man. Her yo what? Yes. She talks so much junk about me. I'm willing to do whatever you want. Mm. Even the weird stuff. LOL. Oh, just get it out there early in oh, the relationship. Hi. I'm the one in the black dress with the low cut who was undressing you all night with my eyes. Just waiting for you to walk by the mistletoe. LOL. Tis the season. Let me show you what Kelsey is scared to do. How does she know all this about Kelsey? I I think that part of the attraction here is it sounds like she hates Kelsey. Okay. Okay. She's trying to make a move. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't have it, you might as well sell it to try to upsell yourself is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? She doesn't have the man. What what did I miss in this whole thing? So she's willing to say all this other stuff. I don't know about this gentleman. Don't know him. But I don't know, man. This one seems like a wild one. He sounds lucky. Yeah. He's got two women coming after him. Coming in hot. But for all I know, maybe Kelsey is mean. I don't know. Just going off this, it sounds like she may be a little bit of a B-word. Wood, you can only do so much. True. You have to use the power of radio to thrust people together. We're looking to you to make it happen. And if it doesn't happen... And hopefully so. 
And you'll have another one next week, I bet. Every Tuesday. <laughs> oh, man, do we look forward to it, my oh friend. My. The Shot at Love is always fun to listen to, and we'll have another one for you next week. Ow. And a little something we like to call Misconnections. Hey, girl. Kelly and Wood. The saga of the Reba McIntyre jacket started back at the beginning of November uh, when I was going to buy it as a joke to wear to our CMA watch party. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be $70, $80. It was $375. Yamaha. So luckily, Timothy, a listener, stepped up and said, listen, I will, I will pay for that jacket if you guys raffle it off for charity. Jacket acquired. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a leather jacket from the 90s with a full picture of Reba McIntyre taking up the whole back of it, airbrushed on there. Sweet action. And everybody who sees it is like, I got to have that jacket. Mm-hmm. Now, you and I really want to raise a lot of money for our charity that we're giving this money to. Yeah, the charity is a bunch of local kids. They put together backpacks for homeless veterans, right? especially in the winter. They put in warm clothing, things like this. To- toiletries, things like that. Things that veterans need. These are veterans that went out there, served their country, keep Keep us safe. It's the least, literally the least we can do right. to raise some money. So we wanted to raise as much money as we could. So we thought, what about Reba signing this jacket? And you would think, us being in radio, that we might be able to reach out to a record label mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, we did. I don't think we have the chutzpah that yeah. some people do like, because... Who's Kelly and Wood? We couldn't even get an email back. But that's fine. From, from a record label in radio. So yesterday, we started calling people. <laughs> we called like uh, the her hometown... Started getting bounced around to a few different people. Well, I got an email back literally 15 minutes ago. Okay. Uh, from the museum director that we called. In Akatoa. 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 Atoka. Atoka. Atoka, Oklahoma. And said, all right, here's the deal. I have sent an email to Reba's organization, their contact. Those are my instructions from her family. So they reached out to her family. They said, this is the easiest way to get in touch. Send it off there. That's the best I can do. Hopefully you guys hear something back. Okay, so even, let's do this though, because now we're getting down to go time. Our, we're giving this away on December 15th at the Kelly and Wood Christmas party happening at Raleigh's. Now, it, I know some of you probably live too far away to go to that, mm-hmm. but it's free to get in. Yep. Uh, we're going to be having live music. We're going to have stand-up comedy. You and I are going to be giving away prizes, doing live show segments there. Yep, we're going to have some games for you to play with us. And we've, we've never done one of these before. Right. So there may be four people that that show up. That would even be a blessing. As Those far four as people I, are going to have a hell of a night. One of them's going home with a Reba McIntyre jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but so you have a shot at winning this jacket. Now, even if you win it on the fifteenth, and we don't have it autographed yet, mm-hmm. where it takes way longer than I thought it would to get this thing autographed. So we may be able to still get it autographed for you, even if we can't make this happen by the fifteenth. Because even then, we can maybe get it personalized. That that would be even cooler. Yeah. Hey, it? Kelly. Signed Reba. Right. Well, I, I'm not going to be having the jacket. Well, you know what I mean. Because I, I think it would look unscrupulous if I were to buy some lottery t- or some raffle tickets for it. Yeah, we'll just Because then, do- then if I won, it would be like, well, okay. You and I will just donate some money to the kids. 100%. Come because I, we've met those kids and they are phenomenal little human mm. beings. But anyway, so there, that's where we stand now with the autograph on the Reba McIntyre jacket. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen a picture of it, it's on all our socials multiple times. Yes. <laughs> that jacket has become a celebrity on this show. Yeah, Shake that jacket. <laughs> it's hanging up in our boss's office right now, and everybody that goes in there goes, 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So December 15th, we want you out at Raleigh's, hanging out with us. Tons of prizes, music, free to get in. Don't need tickets. Nothing like that. No. And impossible Reba McIntyre jacket. This guy just sucks. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score, and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Kentucky, my friend. Oh, derby trash. <laughs> I don't know anything about Kentucky. Bluegrass? Bluegrass trash. Wildcats. Anyways, it don't matter. That's because we have 45-year-old Gregory Berg. Now, here's the thing. Gregory was out having himself a time. Maybe he was singing some of those sing-along songs. Well, he came home drunk. Now, this is where the story picks up. Because he got into an argument with someone in the house. There was yelling and screaming, and apparently the dog didn't like it. The dog began to bark at Berg, and that's when Berg then said, Hey, I don't like this dog. Tried to kick the dog, but missed, and then was able to punch the dog. Now, this set off a whole other argument, because the family members obviously came to Spot's defense. Well, a fight then took off. Berg then told everyone, Leave me alone, or you're not going to like me, because I'll shoot every one of you. Believe it or not, the family didn't take his threat seriously. Query. And the fight continued. He's talking to his family. Yes. And threatening to shoot all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the man punched the dog. I mean, right. the no, he's a monster. He's clearly a monster, but I'm just saying, like, just so I'm... Because i got to do the points later. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to know. Berg, in this fight, at one point in time, picked up a vacuum and started swinging that around the house. <laughs> He then retreated to his room, but as you can tell, someone had already called 911, and when deputies met with the family, they said, where is he at? Oh, he's up in his room, and he says, if anybody comes in, they're, quote, going to get messed up. We can imagine. The authorities took the the threat seriously, because he already said he was going to shoot everybody. So when they went up... Jugging him. Jugging him. Berg refused to leave the home. And they said, do you have any weapons on you? He said, yeah. I got my knife here in my pocket. Oh, Lord. This and guy is just asking for it. He reached for it. Well, that's when deputies quickly tackled him and got him in handcuffs. They checked his pocket and pulled out a Swiss Army pocket knife. <laughs> that dude, what a moron. You're going to tell police, yeah, I got a weapon on me. Yeah, and then reach for it. He's lucky oh, he didn't my get shot. God. Well, deputies also found some prescription drugs attached to his key ring, which he didn't have a prescription for. He was arrested, charged with cruelty to animals, possession of drugs, three counts of domestic assault, and other charges. That's quite the that's quite the rep sheet right there. That's a day. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, where does it start to get trashy, in your humble opinion? Coming home and arguing with your family drunk. There you go. That, that is trashy. Come on. That's super trashy. We've all, all done right. it, but hey. That's, that's, I'm going to give that 175 points. You know, sometimes things build up, Wood. Right. And you need, the, you need a little liquid courage to let your family know what you really think. Let off a little steam. <laughs> that's right. Uh, trying to kick the dog. That's trashy. That's super trashy. Yeah. I'm going to give that 225 points. That's just, you can't handle your liquor, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, what did he punch the dog? He punched then? the dog after that's, whiffing on the kick. That's another 150 tacked on to the 225 already. And we all know that drunk kick. Right, where he's like, oh, I'm steady. Well, I mean, how do you punch? You, get, like, you really got to punch down a punch at a dog. Yeah, that's, that's insanity. Just, what a dirt This bag. guy's off the rails. All right, and then uh, threatening to shoot his entire family. Trashy. Oh, no, Wood, that feels trashy. Oh, yeah. 
Should I give it 200 points? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got 200 points for that. Um, telling the police, yes, I have a weapon on me. Think sure. <sighs> yeah. If you ever find yourself having to tell the police that. And then trying. reaching for it's a bad idea. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 150. The fact it was just a little Swiss army knife. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tack another 25 points on for that. Opening mail with it. <laughs> That little toothpick. Yeah, I got a little pork stuck on my teeth. That little white thing that's on the outside of packages that you can't rip off. Um, let's see. What do we got? He was arrested, of course. Yeah. You also forgot points for the prescription drugs that he didn't oh, have a right, script right, right. for. That's 150 points right there. And also, swinging around the Hoover around the oh, living room. Yeah. That's the oddest choice of weapon we've ever had in the trash. Good life. looking out. Jason texts that and Don't forget the trash can. Okay. Or the vacuum. The vacuum. Okay. So I will do 150 points on the vacuum. And Cassie texts says, you're way low. 300 points for punching the dog. That's okay. animal abuser. Okay. Trash. All right. Because I, I if I score too high, then I get in trouble for that as well. So I will tack on another 75. That'll bring us to 300 for punching the dog. Eric texted in. Great. Uh, did anyone call the chicken police? Remember our trash flash with the chicken police? Jeez, oh, that's a throwback. That's an old cut. We got to find that cut somewhere. <laughs> All right. Well, would is it any surprise? We maybe missed a few things here and there. But we got there. I should have queued up the intern house band. I got them on standby at all times. Yes, here they come. Because we have done it. We have cracked the thousand threshold. Come on. I've been married a long time ago. You're not trying. Where did you go? Where did you come from? Follow me. I got it. Wait. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Yeah, man. Come on. When we crack a thousand points in the trash flash, it's always a celebration. And we did that today. It's no surprise that our Hoover swinging gentleman earns himself a whopping great start to a Tuesday. 1,375 points. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our first break of the day. It's our bonus track. We tack it on to the end of the podcast. Wood is having a hard time with his daughter getting older. Man. Why yeah. you gotta do it to me this early? I'm sorry, man. But hey, you know, it warms the cockles of my heart. What? No one you'll be in prison here soon. <laughs> I gotta get this license unexpired. Yeah, sir. <laughs> well, I failed the speech portion of the test. <laughs> Anyway, all right, you'll figure out what the hell we're talking about right now in the bonus track, our first break from 540. Kelly and Wood. What is a hand drive? You know that. That's Dynamite Radio. <laughs> <laughs> the clap was in there. The you know cl- the ha. <laughs> this, mess, some this right here, Wood. Looking at the radio. Can everybody see this? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and see what the other station's up to. Fine. Go. No. Go, Wood. Leave. No. Don't care. How do you? I'm going to do a trivia the rest of the morning. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. Here we go. Tuesday morning, ready to do it, man. I broke the law this morning, Wood, already. Oh, my goodness. That's right. And I'm, I'm sitting I'm, here with a criminal. And I don't think the statute of limitations is up on this yet. Mm. I, I've, I've had to alter my way to work because I keep forgetting about this one stoplight that is not timed right. And it can add three minutes to my drive. I have... I. I know of the stoplight you're talking about. Now listen to when I tell you this, that if I get stuck, we, we work on razor thin time margins here. Of course. When I get here, it's right to work. Mm-hmm. No stopping. You don't even drink. I know. Mm-hmm. I just, I get the hand jive going. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was like, I was like, dang it. I forgot to not go this way because it's stupid light. It makes me sit here forever. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go through this thing. I looked to the truck next to me. He looked at me and we thought, you know what? They can't catch us all. 
and we just slowly went through the. Well, not slowly. I was about to say you did it together. <laughs> you ran a we, red lights. We did. We we both looked at each other like, wow. how long are we going to sit here like a couple of schmucks waiting on this light to change? It, it can seriously add three minutes to my drive. That's a that's a big chunk of time. I have the so obviously we're coming to work at. 3.45 in the morning. Right. There's a nut, There's like seven other people out on the roads. Right. And I know my light, it's crossing over Highway 15, coming out of Sartell to get to Highway 10. Right. Now, it's a big intersection. Very, It can be very busy during the day, very dangerous during the day. 3.45. There's no one. And I will sit there and I'll look to the left. Nothing. I'll look to the right. Nothing. Put the hammer down, and I tell you, there's times where I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, it. I'm gonna do, it. I'm gonna do it. It makes you so nervous because you don't know if there's a cop waiting just in the wings waiting. somewhere. And that, you know that cop's sitting there, like, do it, yeah, do it. They, because the cops must know. Do we have any police officers listening? I wonder. I don't know if they can call. No, don't call. <laughs> just text in though. From the side of the road. <laughs> hey, I got someone pulled over right now. Just got a, a red perp, light. But Kelly and Wood need my help. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, if there's a police officer listening, do you know where the super long lights? Are? Do they? Oh. I'm going down the wormhole. Mm-hmm. Let me get my aluminum foil hat on. Did they purposefully do that? Make lights that are ridiculously timed so that police know they can go there and like, ah, we're just gonna we're gonna nail a few people for running a red light this morning. No, I because I don't think a I, I, a I don't believe police officers have any control over the length of light. No, I'm not. Saying I believe that. that's done by the city comptroller, right, or something. Doesn't the comptroller get paid off of tickets that they give out? No. and stuff. No. What does a comptroller do? I just made that up. What actually. do they comptroll? So I don't even know if that is part of the comptroller. If that's the city, because I know there actually is a ton of planning that goes into lights. Like if you ever go down a road and you'll catch one red light. You'll catch them all, right? Right. So, like, there is a pattern to the light. It's not all willy-nilly and just, you No, know, I understand, whatever. but I think sometimes they come out of whack. I think sometimes they come out of whack, and that's why you get that one where you sit there and you're like, good grief, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, I there's nobody else on the road, and I'm having to wait through an entire long cycle of light? Nuh-uh, man, I ain't playing that game no more. Now, I took you, the law into my own hands. If you pull up to the light and you see, like, there's two long rectangles, and someone, serious to God... Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe those two long rectangles have like way things in them. Right. No, no, they do. But some lights, the older lights don't have that. And so, and then I think sometimes maybe even those get out of whack or something and they don't sense that there's a car there. Because then you'll miss it and then you get like back up and pull back on. I gave it, okay, I was three, this was at three, uh, 310 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was the only car on the road besides this other gentleman sitting next to me. And I'm thinking like, okay, I gave it 90 seconds to cycle through and get back to me. It's a long time to sit there in a red light at 310 in the morning. Now, if the light skips, like let's say, all right, your light's Oh, then red, it's on. And then it turns like the green arrow, and then it goes back, right. and yours doesn't change. I believe by law, and thankfully Mike Bryan is not awake right now. Well, and we've had zero police officers text in, so. Well, would you Maybe listen to this? No, I wouldn't. Not if I was a professional. I bet you, I believe it is your legal right then to run that red light. At some point, we got to take the law back into our own hands. We have to. I can't just sit here and let the would, man be in, have their thumb on me. I would never do it. I would never do it if it was going to put someone in danger. Right. Or I wouldn't do it at 7 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't run a red light then. But at 3, come on, man. Make that thing blink flash red. So I just got to stop Treat it like quick. a four-way stop. Right. So I just got to stop real quick. By the way, do you know I got to take my driver's test tomorrow? 
After this conversation, you're screwed. <laughs> you're gonna be, screwed. They're going to be waiting for me with handcuffs when I walk in. Did you write down you can run a red light? <laughs> what said? Good if Lord. it cycles through and skips me, I can run it. <laughs> you and Yusuf in line together? I don't think Mr. Wood has our heart. <laughs> I'm nervous, though, dude, because like, it's hard to get in to get a driver's test right now. Really? Everything is so backed up, and I... Yeah, I probably shouldn't be running red lights because I actually have an expired license right now. I just totally remember that. Well, now you're a marked man. That's bad news. When we moved up to Minnesota, my father and I were the only two people in my family who passed the test first try. I nailed it. Well, and because I think you can miss three questions on the written test. I think oh you can gosh. miss three. How, and out, I think out, of, out of how many? I think there's thirty. Ooh, but a lot of them are pretty simple. You I'm, know, I'm nervous. But but there's tons of online. Uh, Practice quizzes you can take and stuff. You can try that. Uh, Skip text in. I believe there are sensors in the street that let the lights know when there's a car there. Okay, but if so those... So that's the long rectangles. Right, but if those aren't working, why why do I have to pay the price? Because the city let me down. I've also heard that there's some that are like sound activated. You hear people honk their horn or flash their lights, but and I believe that's a... I think that's that a sounds of, made right? up. Oh, you say that, Marlene. I've heard if you flash your lights... I think that trips a, the light cycle. I think that's the way it used to be because I think that was for, now I'm talking way out of school, but I think that used to be for emergency vehicles so that when they pulled up to a light, it would change for them. Because they have they have some sort of sensor because that's that little white light it's, that flashes. I, again, I'm talking, but I think that's called a passport. I think they call that system like the passport system mm. or something like that. Boy, you want to talk about getting your hands on something. You never have to wait for a light if you have one of those bad boys. Oh, I wonder if they do sell bootleg ones. There's no... That I mean, would, that... I, that would be a felony, I bet. I would hope so. Yeah. Because everyone, you know, because you see that flashing right, everyone stops. You'd be messing up traffic patterns left yeah, and right. That'd be that'd be totally messed up. But you want to talk about a superpower. Yeah. That would be it. Boy, I can't believe I ran a red light with an expired license this morning. And this is why I couldn't be a police officer. Because I would be hitting my, my blues and every time I was at a light. I'm like, you know what? Don't want to wait in this. Boop, boop. Yeah. And then I just cruise yeah. on through. I got a, got a hot, hot tip coming yeah. in. No, I would abuse this power incessantly. Yeah, we all know that. Flash your lights. It does work from Dave. Okay, Dave, what is your what is your source? Maybe he's just sitting in a light right now, just flashing. Right, because <laughs> right. I did that this morning, because I remember hearing that. It did absolutely nothing for me. Oh, you tried it? Because I, I think, because I remember hearing that a long time, like, ago. But I, I feel like that doesn't work anymore. I feel like that's a wives' tale. How much is a ticket for running? Because I'll be real with you. Everybody runs red lights up here. Every That is the one thing when I moved to Minnesota. It was flabbergasting to me how many people run red lights. And I think it becomes because of the snow. Because you don't want to slam on your brakes if, and you hit some ice. Right. Well, then Katie barred the door. You're in. So it's just, all right, to hell with it. Hammer down. Let's just fly right through this light and say a little prayer. Well, you got to keep your head on a swivel when you're driving around here. You do. Let's see, Dave. I've done it a lot. Can't be too close. All right, I'll try it tomorrow if I get stuck again. Because I coming from one way back there. I know if you're on a motorcycle, it skips you more than once. You can go. Oh, because you don't have enough weight for those Ooh. things. Maybe. See, I, now we're starting to get into some gray area here. All right. By the way, Brian Zenzen is probably going to text me here. Uh, nothing we or say can be held against us. No. And uh, if you go into court and be like Kelly and Wood told me. You're probably going to get an extra couple of years added on to your sentence. That's something I'm writing on my driver's test tomorrow. Look, I know what you think the right answer is, but here's what we're really talking about. Uh, Geraldine texting in says, Kelly, don't worry. You just have to renew your driver's license. You don't have to take it. You think so, Geraldine? Well, Geraldine, for an adult, yes. We're about to come clean here, aren't we? Well, we're going to. I've been riding dirty for five years. <laughs> no, my, li- <laughs> my license isn't five years expired. <laughs> 
but it, it just expired on my birthday last Friday. Uh, it was still my Texas driver's license. It's, I'll be real with you. It's amazing. Other states' driver's licenses are good for like eight years. Right. Which probably, like, my Georgia driver's license was good for a long time. Right. And, I, like, Minnesota licenses only last like two and a half years. It's a bunch of BS. So, Geraldine, yes, you are correct that if I had, if I would have done the adult thing when I first moved here and got my driver's license like my wife did then I would just probably have to renew it. I have to go in because I technically, and I've gotten pulled over with this Texas driver's license like years into living here. I'm like, oh yeah, I just moved here. Ooh. I've said that multiple times. So you do not possess a driver's license with your address on it. No, but I, I drive like an old man, so I don't really worry about ever getting pulled over for anything. Still, but how does that work with anything else? How do you rent movies? How do you get dry I don't cleaning? know, Wood. <laughs> I go back 20 years to Blockbuster, <laughs> and my license isn't expired anymore. You've never had to use your... I, I, now I'm thinking about this. Good call, Geraldine. You've never had to use your license they with know, your address. They know me at the liquor store, so I don't get carded there. Okay. I, if I go to, like, say I go to the city dump, but I gotta, I, I just bring some mail from my house that has my current address on it. Wow. That's, it's a lot of work. I was going to say, that's a lot of hoops. But you can get through it if you want to. If you're lazy enough... You will find a way to get through any situation. Uh, Mary Beth texted in Arizona. You can keep your driver's license for 25 years. <laughs> Picture doesn't even look like you at all. I fear, No offense, Arizona. Shouldn't you be running people through a couple checkups <laughs> in the last 25 years? Because I know this. I say this. My cousin's grandma. So I don't know what the hell she is to me. Yeah. She was driving. She was blind as a bat. She was blind. She was like blind in half of her eye, and she was still on the road. She was a menace to society. Right. I remember one well, time. Go 25 years. My brother saw her coming up the road, and Kai came out to like wave at her. She was in his blind spot. <laughs> she almost hit him with a car. Man, Wood, how was your evening, brother? Uh, it was very low-key. You right. know, we were just kind of hanging out around the house and uh, still kind of ramping up for Christmas. We're ramping up. It's my little baby girl's birthday today. Turning six. Oh, this is her golden birthday then. Yeah. So, Andrew told me about this yesterday. I've never heard this before in my life. Well, when, when like the age you turn is the same day as, as your birthday, right? then that's your golden birthday. That's a thing. Mine, mine was on the, when I turned two, so I don't really remember it all that much. Yeah, I had no idea this was even a thing, but yeah. apparently it is. Okay. I don't know if there's anything extra special that goes into it, but we've gone all out. My wife is hung. Like I came down the stairs this morning. There's banners, balloons. Thank God for moms, man. All this stuff for turning six. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. But it, honestly, it hit me a little bit yesterday because I was doing her homework with her. Yeah. And I am seeing her get smarter yeah and like i'm seeing her start to work through things and become like a little human and maybe it didn't hit me as much as ever because she was still a burrito at the time right so i still had you know one of these to, to look back on right. now this is it like this is the last and that's kind of, and i've always pushed it on andrew i've always wanted three kids and everything like that and kids are expensive so she's like no, we can't afford them <laughs> <Right>. fine <laughs> and so you're right it's almost a little i'm kind of like i think this may be She's growing up. This it, is all I got. It, it, it's weird how that happens. Like, I'm, I'm kind of in the phase now because my daughter's 13. Like, I dropped her off at a friend's house yesterday, and they were going to, like, play board games and hang out and do all this kind of stuff. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, my kids have the day off of school, and I'm not doing anything with them. Yeah. Like, normally be like, let's go to the science museum. Let's go, you know, let's go do this. Let's go to that. And it's like, it just, it, 
And what, is, what does every parent tell you when you have kids? Like, cherish it because it goes by so fast, yeah. and, but you can't. Like, because real life is real. And so you're, during that time of your kids being young, you're trying to hold down a job. You're trying to make house payments. You're trying to do this and that. So it's like, yeah, it would be great if you could just sit around and stare at your kids, but it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, which, and, which means that you, that's why you should cherish the moments that you do get. And, and like with you now, like I was, because I was, you were telling me about this last night. You were like, I'm actually having a hard time with my daughter getting older, which is not, you know, that's not normally in your character. Right. And I was like, you know what it is? It's when you see your kids getting wise too. Mm-hmm. Like your kids have always been smart, but when you see them start to act wise, you're like, holy cow! Like my daughter would use words I don't even know what they mean. Like she's so smart. I'm like, I, I'm becoming obsolete. And then. You spend so much time with, like, making sure your kid, when they start to grow up and go, grow away from you, you don't know what to do with yourself. Well, th- that's the problem is you become, they, they are your life. And you, sad you see a lot of parents that are like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. That's why I, you've got to also take time for yourself. Right. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, she's turning six. And she's very excited about it. But, whew. when I When I look back, I think my son was six when we moved back up here. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt like he was so old at the time. And now it's just, it, goes, it, it does go by so fast. I always thought like I was like I can't wait till my kids grow up and like but now I'm I'm like I'm very melancholy. I've been very kind of down about it for probably six months now. Yeah, just because the same thing. It's like I, I I don't know. It's like that that part is over and I never enjoyed it as much as I should have. Well, it's also a proud thing to be able right. to see your kids grow and be able to do things and you're like all right you know i am doing something right uh, on the flip side of the coin i got my son who's on day three of cleaning his room i, I went into his room over the weekend and it's just like whoo it stinks in here man <laughs> he's like, a little he, boy well that's the thing like he's getting bo and everything and, you know i've had to have the deodorant that's talk crazy. with him and i just hey because he's all about, you know, girls and everything like that. You know, he's got a different girlfriend crush and everything. You know, he's shooting his shots at school and everything. I'm like, hey, you stink. Yeah, you got to get that locked <laughs> up. And he's asked Santa for so much stuff in his room. His room is, honest to God, becoming the room I wanted as a kid. Oh, heck yeah. Like my dad, who, by the way, we couldn't have arcades when I was a little kid because, no, it's stupid. Is you know bought my son an arcade last year for Christmas. Yeah, you know he wants a new TV in his room. He wants you know gaming chairs. He wants all this stuff for his room. His room's a it's a dump. Right, you, you got to clean this up. So we're on day three because <laughs> I came in and it was picked up, and I thought to myself, man, this looks good. Yeah, and I wait, where did all this crap go? Open the door to his closet. He has a walk-in closet. You literally can't even take a step inside. <laughs> There's just junk everywhere in there. So day three, I this is a six-day chore for him. I think, but I think, honestly, I think, you know, you and I both have sons and daughters, and I, I think watching our daughters grow up is different, though. It is. Like, I, we expect different things. Uh, you, yeah. don't you, you expect different things out of your son than you do out of your little girl. Yeah, for sure. And But, hey, you know, she's six. She, I think Andrea is going to fall on their grenade, and she's like, I would like you to come eat and you know, lunch with me at school. Oh yeah. And I looked up what they're having for lunch. Dad's missing it. <laughs> I look, I can't do it. It's like fettuccine Alfredo. I was like, nah, that, that ain't fettuccine or Alfredo. Like that ain't coming. Bring your own lunch. Do do the cool thing and bring her McDonald's. Oh, she probably can't eat McDonald's, can she? Because she has so many food allergies. Not anymore. She okay. doesn't have as many. She she loves McDonald's, but she has picked the dinner. For our house tonight. Hot dogs and mac and cheese. You will be very proud of her. It's mac and cheese and meatballs. 
Oh, yeah, a little fancier than what I had, but, uh, but uh, again, still in the ballpark. You're having the same birthday dinner as a six year old. It all kind of lined up very nicely there. And Lord, did I love every single bite of it. So uh, that'll be my day today. She's very excited. She's going to go get a manicure too. So Aww. she she is a girly girl. So, yeah. but man, six years old. Man, my daughter was too. My daughter was a girly girl, and then something happened around like eleven, and she was like, "I just only want to wear earth tones." And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my, Murphy's like lived her life on the radio. My dad found out that she was born on the radio. Yeah, because I tried calling him and he was asleep. It happened overnight, and then he woke up, got in the car, and they're like, "Hey, Wood had his daughter today." <laughs> oh, maybe I should check my voicemail. So it's it's I, I, so if you've listened a long time, you've known my daughter practically her entire life, and man, it goes quick. Yeah, it does. Isn't that the bump? Isn't that the weird part about life? Like, all these things that are super cool, it's like they also kind of make you down a little bit. Well, that's me, though. Yeah, that is you, because I look forward to the other things that are coming. You know, her, you know, graduating and all that stuff, yeah. and grandkids and all that. I mean, there's so much more left, so, so it'll be cool. I look at it this way. We, we moved up from Texas five years ago, right? In five more years, in the time that we've lived here, my daughter will have graduated from high school. And I just can't even, I don't feel, mm. old, I don't feel old enough to have a high school graduate in the house. I don't know, Wood. I can't figure it all out today, though. That's for dang sure. I, hey, why should you? Nah. You want to do some history, though? Come on, now. Come on, let's do it. It was on this day. I don't have a sound clip for this one because I don't think sound even existed back then. Uh, In 1865. Jesus walking around with hand signs? <laughs> it was a very, very silent time. Why do you think it was silent night, holy night? Fair. Uh, that was a dad joke if I ever heard <laughs> That was pretty, pretty awful. <laughs> The 13th, well now I shouldn't laugh as I'm saying this. Come on. The 13th Amendment to the Constitution abolishing slavery was ratified. Yeah, don't laugh at that. I couldn't believe that wasn't until 1865. Well, because the Civil War obviously got it going, and then I think it was like a states' right issue after that. I could be wrong. I didn't pay much attention in school. But. Yeah, but I was going to say that, but there wasn't like still slaves in 1865. Or was there? I don't know. Like down in the South? Maybe there still was. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to comment on that. Uh, on this I would day, hope not. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, geez, 1865, that was not that long ago. Um, on this day in 1964. Ready, Rudolph? Ready, Santa? Okay, Rudolph. Full power. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer debuted on NBC. The holiday movie moved from CBS in 1972. I, I kind of got a problem with the whole Rudolph thing. Why? That's a good one. That's, a, that's, well, that's one of my favorite animes, so watch your tone. They used him. Check your tone. That ain't right, man. That's not right. Yeah, they used him. But, hey, did, they, did he become a part, of the, a part of the group after that? Yeah, but only when he became useful. That's right. pretty messed up, to be honest with you. They sent him to the land of misfit toys, and it's like, oh crap, we need that guy. Bring him back. Right. Honestly, better late Rudolph than should have told him, "Oh, y'all go to hell." Now you need me. Now, of course, he stepped up because you know the kids need a pe- right, presence. That's, that's fun for the kids. Wow, it would have taught somebody a lesson. Santa, <laughs> high and mighty, there looking down at me. Uh, on this day in two thousand and two, Winona Ryder was sentenced to community service for stealing fifty five hundred dollars worth of merchandise from a Saks Fifth Avenue store. But it just goes to show you. You can bounce back. Yeah, 100%. America loves, loves, almost to a detriment, loves comeback stories. I mean, dude, she's on one of the biggest shows of all time now after shoplifting only 20 years ago. And the thing about it is, how often do we see, like, we love these people that are able to come back from stuff versus 
somebody who just walks the line their entire career. Exactly. You know, and it's I, he, we love these guys that are girls that you know. Robert Downey Jr. Right. I mean, talk about an example there. That dude was way off the rails, and we love him now. And it's it's almost it's. I mean, I think we like the fact that ah oh, yeah they fought their way back, but also yeah, hey, how about the people that didn't. You know, never went off the rails as a millionaire, but whatever. Well, what if you'd read your Bible, you know that there's uh, you'd read the story of the prodigal son. Yeah, well, I still don't understand how they're talking back then with no sound. <laughs> read the story of the prodigal son. You'll understand why we love a comeback story. All right. Uh, let's do some birthdays real quick, shall we? Okay. Johnny football to the 37 yard line and he's dragged down there. Oh, yeah. T motions. Nope. He's in the pocket. Now he's out and he's really out. He's to the 40. He slides safely at the 37-yard line. And that's Johnny Football right there. Johnny Manziel. Now, you said he doesn't play anymore? No, 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 no. He's he's very young to not play anymore. He was the most exciting college football player I ever saw. Heisman Trophy winner. Just a phenomenal. And then, of course, got drafted by my Cleveland Browns. I thought he was going to be a savior. Yeah. No. What happened? Partying and drugs. We'll oh, do it to man. you, man. Really? He was out of the league. He went to like a Canadian football league there for a minute. Wouldn't he washed be, out there? Wouldn't he be young enough to still make a comeback? Or he's been out for so long now that uh, he doesn't have an interest in it. Really? I mean, yeah. You you follow him. He do, he doesn't care. And how is that possible? It's man? sad that somebody's that talented and just didn't care. What is he doing for money? I don't know. I mean, you see him bouncing around doing like media stuff, uh, like like the SEC and all that kind of stuff. But wow, and I, I think he came from a pretty affluent family too. Probably that's probably what the problem was. But yeah, I mean, and he he made his money with a first contract. Wasted but. talent, man. Mm-hmm. Wasted talent. Well, how old is old Johnny Football today? He's like twenty nine. Ah, you're close. He's the ripe old age of thirty today. Yeah, I bought his jersey. Boy, solid how, buy, Wood. <laughs> how? But that money isn't going to last. He's only thirty. That money ain't going to last him the rest of his life if he's all into partying and drugs and everything else. Hey, man, whatever. Hope he figures it out. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Judd Apatow. Come on, see No, Kelly Clarkson. Of course, he wrote and directed. Knocked up, 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, be careful. I, I think I, Steve Krogh is pretty... V- no, I did. Oh, okay. I, 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 put, I put eagle ears on that this morning to make sure that... Uh, but I have no idea how old he is, because he did a couple movies there for a while. He oh, was, he's, yeah, he's. I mean, he was the it guy of like the early 2000s when all these movies were coming out. Yeah. 49? Nah, you're actually a little bit high. I love <laughs> He's the ripe old age of uh, 55 today. But see, that's the thing. I wouldn't know him if he walked in here. I actually, he was on an episode of the show I like, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah. The one with Jerry Seinfeld. Was he funny? He's, I think he's more of a, you know how some funny people are just kind of more deep thinkers? Like, they can create comedy, but they're just not really funny people. Mm-hmm. I kind of find him like, I find him to be silly. Okay. Not really funny. All right. But uh, but creative, though. I mean, the guy's creative. Absolutely. Uh, and that's it for birthdays. That's really all I got Jeez, today. all right. Well, okay. Thin day for my baby girl. <laughs> that's right. And, of course, Wood's daughter's birthday is today, which mm-hmm. is the biggest deal. Um, all right. If, of course, if it's your birthday, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 